This is an ABC podcast. It was a day like any other. The sun shone as we sat in Ms Costa's Year 6 classroom. We joked and laughed with each other. Ahahaha! Happy and innocent. Life was good. We were the best class in school. The class everyone wished they were in. But then everything changed. It was just before lunchtime when it happened. Now we're going to move on to the carbon cycle and we'll be doing a fun experiment involving dissolved bubbles. So, wait a second. My cookie jar. Who stole the cookies from my cookie jar? I bought the special cookies for my ma and pa. And if no one stole the cookies from my cookie jar, I'll pretend you all did because you've gone too far. Which is why, in our happy little class, the joy has ended. The laughter, gone. Outside, it's lunchtime. Everyone is having fun. We can hear them laughing and playing games without us. We're all just sitting here, half bored and half anxious. Nothing to do but watch the seconds tick by. But Miss Costa, I'm starving. And Miss... I need to play cricket. I'm batting today. I've got dance practice in the hall. Sparkle motion's going to nationals. We have an ethics club meeting starting in five minutes. I'm the club treasurer. I have to be there. Oh, hey, Matt's here. Shh. Excuse me, everyone. This is detention. That means heads down and continue writing the same lines over and over again. But it's not like we all stole your cookies, and I, personally, am definitely not the thief. Well, Molly, I'm afraid that until someone owns up, we'll all have to sit here. But, Miss... There's no need to be angry at me. You should be angry at whoever took the cookies. Well, Molly, at least we're all doing something together. We never just hang out anymore, you know? This is totally not fair. Actually, isn't it fair? I mean, it happens all the time in classrooms, Molly. Yeah, but that doesn't make it right. We're all being punished because one person did something wrong. I didn't commit any cookie crime. Neither did I. Shh! So, today on Short and Curly, collective punishment. Is it fair for a whole group to be punished for the actions of one person? Yeah. I shouldn't miss lunchtime because someone stole Miss Costa's fancy cookies. Molly and Carl, please be quiet. Cookie thieves deserve to sit in silence and think about what they've done. Hello, and today you're listening to... Short, you're listening to Short and Curly. And Curly. Yay! Short and Curly! Curly, Curly, Curly. Miss, I'm thirsty. You can go to the water fountain when I get back. I won't be long. But of course, if anyone wants to own up to stealing the cookies, then you'll all be free to go to lunch. This is so unfair. It would never happen in grown-up world. Yeah, can you imagine if one teacher did something wrong and then all the teachers at school got in trouble? Definitely not. Hey, BTW, have you noticed my running writing is getting really good now? Oh, is that... is that writing? I thought you were just drawing a big bird's nest. One day I'll get my pen licence. 
Look, maybe we should take a moment to think about this question and to let you focus on crafting actual readable letters. Feel free to pause the show here if you'd like to chat about it with those around you. Our first thinking question today is, can you think of examples of when you've been punished for something because you're part of a group, even though you didn't do anything wrong yourself? Hit pause now. I know for a fact that someone in this class has a history of pinching treats. I'm looking at you, Saisha. Fess up. In year one, we used to, like, have naps and stuff. I don't know why. We were too old for that, but they just did that for some reason. So it used to get very, very hot, and they didn't want us out getting, like, a stroke. So, um... When everyone was napping, the teachers went in the staff room and they were doing something over there, probably planning for the next lesson. And I got up and I went in the staff room and they have hundreds of chocolates in there. I took the the chocolates and I woke everyone up and I was like, guys, we've got some chocolates. And then she was like, how'd you do it? How'd you do it? All of them are in there. And then um, they all came in and saw us eating chocolates. And I didn't own up. But then in the end, at the end of the day, since all of us got punished and we all had to, we wanted to play with Play-Doh that afternoon. But then they didn't let us play with the Play-Doh. They made us handwrite the alphabet. And I know that's probably not very hard right now, but um, in grade one, that was very, very hard for us kids. Then I was like, okay, enough alphabets. I don't want any more ABCs. So I said to myself, okay, you're going to own up. Even if you get embarrassed, it doesn't matter. I don't want to do alphabet anymore. So I owned up and in the end, the moral of the story is always own up because in the end, we got to play with the Play-Doh. From that day, I've always owned up because I think it's really like bad to punish the whole class because they didn't do anything wrong. I was the master culprit, so it's where I got the punishment. We might go back to Saisha's story later and find out what our classmates think of this devilish tale. Psst, oh, hey, hey, guys, hey, over here. I, I've got some thoughts about that. Matt, you miss one ethics club and you're suddenly this desperate? It's, it's true. I, I need the rush of stimulating ideas every Friday at lunchtime. So, surely you don't think this is OK? Miss Costa's being unethical. I mean, you're missing out on your idea rush thing, whatever, because someone else committed a cookie crime. I do hate missing ethics club. And that's part of what Miss Costa is counting on. She wants us to get annoyed that we're missing out. She's hoping eventually the thief feels guilty enough to own up or that we'll all be angry enough to track the thief down ourselves. But there are some problems with that. You mean, besides the problem that we're stuck inside at lunchtime all doing lines? Well, yeah, besides that. We tend to think that we should only be punished for things that we're responsible for. That's why we think it's unfair to punish someone if they did something accidentally, for example. By punishing the whole class, Miss Costa is acting like we're one group who are all responsible for pinching the cookies. But we're not. She herself says it's just one person who needs to own up. 
But we are all a group from the same class. Doesn't it make sense to treat us like a group? It's not about whether we are a group. It's about whether the group is relevant for what Ms Costa's trying to figure out. So it makes sense to treat us like a group when we're being educated, because that's why we've been grouped up, to learn together. But when it comes to cookie stealing, we're not a group at all. We didn't team up to do it, so punishing us all together means punishing a bunch of people who did nothing wrong. But if Ms Costa knows we're not all responsible, why is she keeping us back? Probably because she thinks it'll work. People are often willing to push the boundaries of ethics if they think it's going to get the results they want. But it might come back to bite her in the bum. We could just end up feeling angry at her instead. After all, the thief stole from her, not us. But it's her choice that's keeping us here. Thanks, Matt. Actually, to help sum all of that up, I've prepared a variation on the cookie song for you. Oh, we're all doing this now. I call this one the ethicist's refrain. Catchy. Drop it! Whoever stole the cookies from the cookie jar Seems like the villain, but is it the teacher? Only one person stole from that cookie jar So we all shouldn't have to sit here watching lunch from afar. So emotional, Matthew. Did I hear clapping? You're all meant to be writing lines until someone owns up to stealing my cookies. I've talked to the headmaster and she said, I can keep you here as long as it takes. What? Is oh, no that absolutely ridiculous. Miss, I'm really thirsty. Can I please go get a drink? Okay, but straight there and straight back. I'll be waiting just outside to keep an eye on you. Oh, and did I mention it's a beautiful sunny day out there? Much nicer than in here. Just in case anyone's ready to tell me where my cookies went. Now, do you remember the story of Saisha and the stolen chocolates? Oh, how good is chocolate? So good. Well, here's what the class thinks about what happened to her. I think the class kind of took advantage of Saisha's sneakiness. Like, they ate the chocolates too. It's not like they turned it down. Collective punishment, it can really, like, motivate people to own up because as bad as not owning up is, it's really nerve-wracking to sit there while everyone is being punished for what you did. And it's really nerve-wracking to sit there because I know in grade one people's imaginations were wild. I mean, they're still wild now, but they were even worse. And so, like, I could be thinking, oh, the teachers could be calling us in for hand printing and whoever has the most traces of chocolate on their fingers or something crazy. And sometimes, like, having to sit there under the stress, like, makes people crack. I think it's good because it teaches, it also teaches them a lesson. Even if you um, do something wrong, everybody else will be punished and that and so I think it's okay that the teacher did it. Most teachers in the younger grades are doing like punishing the whole class because normally at those ages like Saisha said she was in grade one I don't think they'd pick up on like oh yeah now we can just punish innocent people they'll be like oh well we shouldn't be naughty because then it affects the whole class. 
even though they are innocent people, like Maddie was saying, you are still teaching them never to do anything wrong, and you aren't doing it like again and again and again and again because that's just um, that's just punishing innocent people too many times, even though they've already learned their lesson. So, collective punishment maybe once or twice is fine, but um, yeah, doing it like a lot is not no not okay. I am so shocked. I didn't think any of you would support collective punishment. But what about you listening? Time for another thinking question. Do you think it's fair for Miss Costa to keep everyone in detention like this? Hit pause now. Okay, we've really just been talking about what the teacher should do in this situation, but what about the kid who actually took the cookies? Yeah, good point, actually. They're the real villain here. I mean, clearly it wasn't me. Or me. Miss Costa wouldn't even be punishing us in the first place if whoever did take them just owned up to it. Yeah, punk. Who stole those cookies? Fess up so we can get outside. You know what? I am so worked up about this. I think I need to sing my feelings. <clears throat> Someone stole the cookies from the cookie jar. It definitely wasn't me. I'm a law-abiding star. So whoever stole the cookies from that cookie jar, prepare for my wrath, for your life is over. Oh, so everyone's just going to sing a song today, huh? Actually, I think there's something that I might need to tell you all. Matt, it was you. He confesses. What? No, I just have some more ethical ideas to talk about. What made you think I'm the one that took them? Oh, well, I think maybe we need to have a conversation about timing and tone, Matthew. Yeah, the way you said it was deeply misleading. Oh, my bad. Anyway, I've noticed that you're starting to do exactly what Ms Costa wants. You're turning on each other and trying to hunt out the thief yourselves. Hey, you're right. I guess we are. But so what? They should speak up, shouldn't they? After all, it's not fair that we're all getting held back in class. Probably not, but put yourself in the thief's shoes. Not only are they now facing punishment for stealing the cookie, but they're going to have everyone else in the class mad at them for getting held back. So the punishment keeps getting bigger for them, and that makes it harder and harder to speak up. But they still should, right? They shouldn't be staying silent because it's always important to own up when you do the wrong thing. Usually we would say that it's important to take responsibility for our actions, especially when those actions have hurt or are hurting other people. But at the same time, if the thief does own up, they might have all of their friends angry and annoyed at them. That might be too harsh a punishment, seeing as all they did was take some cookies. Okay, but should it matter whether the punishment is too harsh? They should still speak up, right? I don't know about that. I'm not sure that we'd say that you have to sign yourself up to being treated unfairly or unjustly. If the punishment is too harsh for the crime, then avoiding punishment might be a fair thing to do. After all, nobody says we have to agree to be treated more harshly than we deserve, right? Uh, excuses, excuses. People need to own up and take responsibility for their actions. That's true, Molly. But we also need to be sure that even people who do the wrong thing 
are treated fairly. Yeah, because I guess if I was going to get my butt kicked for every little mistake I made, I probably would just keep my mistake secret. That's right. And here's where it matters that we're all part of a group. Groups of people need to be a team who don't sell each other out or let each other down when times get hard. That's called solidarity. It means sticking by other people in your group, not dividing against them. But solidarity also means accepting that we are part of a group. And sometimes that means we're going to face the consequences of the mistakes of someone in our group. It's like in a sports team. If one person does something wrong, the whole team gets penalised. That's not unfair. That's part of what it means to be a group. Ms Costa is trying to divide us. Well, not on my watch. Together to the end. United, we stand. Excuse me, Matthew. Why are you standing up on the table like that, lecturing everyone? Oh, well, see, there was... Are you outing yourself as the cookie thief? No, I... You know what, Miss Costa? If he admits it, then I do too. That wasn't admitting it. And me. If Matt's a thief, then so am I. And me. Don't forget me. It was me, miss. What are you all doing? Why is everyone standing up on their desks? Oh, Captain, my Captain. Well, if you're all happy to be punished together, then I guess we can all just stay here for the rest of the day, writing out lines until you head home. I hope you're happy with your decision. And so this is how our class found its strength once again, in the face of an endless detention. We were starving, bereft of tuck shop treats, stuck in our seat for hours when all we wanted to do, no, needed to do, was run around and play. Some of us may have had parched throats, but we were a team. No fun, no worries. No laughter? Who cares? We were happy to scribble lines if it meant suffering together. Uh, speak for yourself, Molly. This sucks. Oh, was I speaking out loud? I was trying to do that narrator voiceover thing in my head. Nah, we, we could all hear you. That is embarrassing. i got to stop doing that. And this is definitely not a triumphant win. Whoever this mastermind cookie thief is really pulled the wool over our eyes, didn't they? And I'm getting hand cramps from all this scrawling. Well, who do you think did it? Was it you? No way. I bet it was you. Nah, ah. Well, let's leave that to you listening to figure out. Our final thinking question today is, who do you think stole the cookies? Matt? Molly? Me? Or someone else? I bet it was Saisha. Hit pause now. Well, Molly, I guess we'll never find out who stole the cookies then. Carl, what are those crumbs falling out of your school bag? Wait, it was you? Fiend! Cookie thief! Someone call the cookie police! Uh, I'm pretty sure cookie police <laughs> aren't a thing. Also, you were involved in this too, whether you knew it or not. Huh? Remember how you asked Miss Costa about those flower experiments at Little Lunch? That was my opportunity. The perfect heist always begins with a distraction. No. 
While you were pestering her, I nabbed the cookies. And you actually ate one earlier, remember? Just before class, I gave you one of those delicious lemon cream bickies. I have to get this foul deed out of my body! Apologies to my fellow students in our brains trust today, but also thanks for your solidarity. Ethan, Spencer, Maddie, John, Harry, and chocolate thief Saisha from Somerset College in Queensland. Thanks for having my back, y'all. Sure, and I bet the rest of the gang was in on this heist too. Short and curly producer Kyla Slavin, assistant producer Jake Morecambe, and executive producer Justine Kelly. Oh, they're all a bunch of criminals after now. This is the police! We have you surrounded! Wait, is Cookie Prison actually a thing? I was being dramatic before. <sighs> Foiled! Come on with your hands up! We know you're in there! Well, they got us. You're under arrest! Well, off to Cookie Prison, bye! I bet Cookie Prison is delicious. Mmm, nom nom nom. This has been an ABC podcast. Check out the ABC Kids Listen app. It's full of educational and entertaining audio programs. Don't forget, we've made a few other episodes of Short and Curly set in the classroom. There's one about whether or not your teacher is fair. And I'm looking at you, Miss Costa. Controversial. And another one about whether we should get rid of school uniforms. So make sure you go back and listen to our older shows if you haven't already. And tell your teachers and your classmates all about these episodes. Maybe you could listen to them in class and have a big old discussion. Just search up Short and Curly and scroll back through our earlier shows. 